Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stream of Thought. Here we are, episode number 122. We've got a special episode for you today, a Ranting Ricks special. Man, Ricks, he got something just really under his skin, and he had to take nearly the entire episode to get it off his chest. Ricks, what was it? You know, when we come to a moment like this where there is a lot of anxiety that I think that we're all feeling right now, and I'm in ministry, so... I have a chance to share a very unique story that I feel like Victor and you all will will find very great entertainment value in just because it's it's crazy, but it's also something that we all experience simultaneously. It's something that everyone can definitely relate to in terms of the character that is involved. So we'll just leave it at that. But with that being said, episode number 122 of Stream of Thought, we hope you enjoy. Tell me what was happening yesterday when you texted me and you're like, sorry if I sound pissed off. I'm just, I've had a lot of crap going on today. Is that something you want to share or is that something that you don't want to share? <laughs> I mean, I'll share it. I think that it was one of those moments where my frustration towards the circumstances around me kind of got the best of me and uh you right. i mean you know me and back from high school i was a super emotional person and i could respond in ways that are less than ideal when it came to those stressful moments <laughs> what, what is that laugh for i'm just laughing because i'm trying to picture you yesterday was this were you trying to what what was the origin of this was it technology <laughs> was it just spending too much time with people in a close vicinity were you upset about something the previous day that further instigated you being upset yesterday what what's the origin well it's kind of funny because i was thinking to myself it might be fun just to bury this later in the episode in case somebody okay. somebody from my denomination happens to stumble across this podcast but then i was thinking to myself <laughs> no that that will never happen the people in leadership don't give a crap about uh, even the podcast that i'm doing for the saint joseph mission right. church police to priest and right. i'm just it, it doesn't matter we, we can lead off you know we what though here's you know you know what i like to use this podcast for is you know hey this is this is me this is the real me. This is Victor unfiltered, you know? Unfiltered. If you don't like, like what that. you see, yeah. change the channel. You always have to behave a certain way in front of certain people or in a certain situation. And this podcast allows me to just be me, get something off my chest if I need to, and not have to operate within these <laughs> certain parameters that are set forth that dictate, you know, what is acceptable behavior <laughs> right the, the the confines of social decorum i believe is what they call it so first of all the way that i manage stress is by working out and running and stuff like that that is not something i've done more or less since the quarantine started and so there's been this you know like calcium almost it just builds and builds and builds and without having a moderating influence, a constructive moderating influence that can manage those stressful things, I tend to get hypersensitized about certain things that went on. So 
it all starts with the progressive catholic church okay perfect and the, i love it already and and the leadership of the progressive catholic church in the wake of mm-hmm. so we've talked in the past couple of episodes where i have conversations with father joe from mm-hmm. new jersey for saint joseph mission mm-hmm. and we do our podcast every week right and that is my contribution to ministry as a whole Mm-hmm. There is a desire to try and coordinate our various ministers across the country. And we have people all over California, Arizona, um, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Dakotas, all over the place. And so there was an attempt to try and get everyone on a Zoom meeting for a <laughs> Saturday gathering. Now... Here's where my, the frustration starts, is that, so the meeting is happening on a Saturday. Okay. And I get word from the presiding bishop, who likes to call himself the archbishop, but he's, that's a top. Aren't those two different things? Well. He's a bishop, but then there's an archbishop. his technical name is presiding bishop. He likes to refer to himself as an archbishop because it, may, cool. it makes right. himself sound awesome. Better. Like when my like when my coworker who was a manager liked to refer, refer to himself as the store manager when people would come in. Exactly, come. it's like you're not the store manager, bro. We're just assistant managers. Totally. But he would okay. That, that is Got that it. is absolutely the same sort of case. And this is Got this it. is somebody who. Um, if, if he, you don't tell me anything else about that individual, I understand exactly who they are. And you understand what my respect level would be as well as probably what your respect level would be for somebody of a parallel position type yes. situation. There really wouldn't be a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. So, he... Uh, You're not the store manager, bro. <laughs> funny i love hearing your stories okay so the presiding bishop bishop calls himself archbishop zoom meeting on a saturday go and here it here here's the kicker here's the kicker there are so many things going around in my mind right now let me try and streamline it so basically i was told he the presiding bishop archbishop whatever he wants to call himself called me Mm -hmm. on thursday and while I was in the middle of making dinner, he's like, oh, we have a mandatory meeting in two days on Zoom. And everyone needs to be there. However, the way that he said it, I had misinterpreted that as next Saturday. He said, like, he, I, I think he had said next Saturday or something like that. And basically responded something to the extent of, I didn't see any emails or anything like that. He's like, no. We only post announcements on our Facebook group. We only we we only put out things that are official business on this private Facebook group. Well, guess what? It turns out I wasn't part of that Facebook group to begin with, and I had. Why wouldn't you do that? Never bro, mind, 
bro, I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm ramping up. You, you, I, I, I sense, I sense where I your, I sense I where like your mind is pro- going, and I know exactly where this is going to lead in the culmination. Of the Professional communication, is, I mean. Email, that's pretty standard for any professional communication amongst a group of individuals is email. Facebook group, Facebook chat, it's, come on, what's going on? So, (laughs) and and that's the thing too, is that I said, and I told him too, as we're talking, because we have a, a relatively amicable relationship, I suck up to him when I need to and so I'm on his good side yeah. plus I have an MDiv and he doesn't I mean I've been trained in ministry and he hasn't and yet he's the presiding <laughs> bishop of the denomination yeah. so I mean pardon me for feeling elitist when it comes to actually understanding how faith works but for mm-hmm. somebody who has been a Uber driver and not much more in the professional world I feel as though I can hold my own in any conversation that has to do with this. But how did how did this guy get his uh, position? Just online oh, certificate? That's or a, what, that's a whole what's the, fun... what do, what's the presiding bishop Mm-mm. do? What's their role? Bro, how do they get it? Bro, what is his? You like this is a this is a whole another conversation. And just to to, to right. summarize it though, very briefly and and very crudely and i don't think that this gets into the nuances of really good ministry so there's the catholic church and then there's deviants from the catholic church who if they're married gay divorced uh women stuff like that are not Mm -hmm. allowed to be officiating clergy within the roman catholic tradition so there's the independent catholic tradition which basically is a free-for-all there's no structure. Anyone can claim themselves to be presiding bishop of anything. Okay, perfect. That's all I need to hear. Just like how in the in how here in LA, anybody can call themselves a manager. Yeah, to manage totally. Career. They don't need all they need is a fuck. All they need is a business card. They don't need anything else. Okay, got it. Right. And so, so, so this this individual um, actually, so there was a independent Catholic tradition, and. He ended up having a personality conflict because he uh, is a little bit of a narcissist and uh, a little bit of an egoist. And so he was like, I don't like being told what to do, so I'm going to leave the tradition that I was part of and start my own and start recruiting people from other – like try and purge them so that they can worship me more Mm -hmm. or less. And so his personality – I mean it is – it. I'll I'll be honest. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Listening to an individual who loves loves to <laughs> loves to talk, loves to say. So he's got like absolutely zero qualifications for the title that he has given himself. He has a doctorate in education, okay, and history. Okay. So he's got uh, he has educational training, just not in ministry. He doesn't have an MDiv. He doesn't understand what okay. it means to be. And so for him, it's like. And and this is the craziest part too. The the thing that kind of opened my eyes is that there was a conversation that I was in the room for where he said something to the extent of as the presiding bishop he, and and somebody had said, "Oh, well this person had had deviated from what you said that they should do." He said, "Well, I am the church." And a, a s- statement like that 
no no minister, no clergy member should ever, 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 ever say, I am the church, which, it, which basically means whatever I say goes, I am infallible. I am basically mini pope kind of thing. Got it. Got it. This guy's living in his own world. Okay. It, well, yeah. And, and you say that sort of offhandedly, but I think that that's something that I have just been so shocked and appalled by that he really does believe that he is the divine arbiter of law in the progressive Catholic church. And so that's the type of personality. And just think of the most annoying, like I will talk, I will talk, I will talk and never listen kind of thing. I'm just going to keep talking. Yes. I'm just going to keep talking. And, and I talk to hear himself, and I, to hear himself. And I talk. expect you to listen to me. And you better not contradict yeah. me, otherwise you're going to be on my shit list. <laughs> Gosh. So he tells you about the mandatory Zoom meeting in two days. Uh, which is, which you is think it's the following oriented week. through Facebook. And so yes. I say... <laughs> you're oriented through Facebook. Thank you for reminding us. Bro. And... and... <laughs> and I'm not on that Facebook page. And, he, and he's like, well, you need to check that every single day. You need to be on there every single day. And I said, well, I don't really use Facebook. I don't care. Just do it. <laughs> like, okay, well, what about emails? No, no, we're just doing we're just doing Facebook. That's the only thing. <laughs> so here we are where I'm already right. feeling this emotional uh, hurricane that is just – How long did this conversation last on the phone? An hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh my gosh! How long did the conversation need to be? Fifteen seconds? No more than two minutes. And okay. so it is. It is for the hour and fifteen minutes we were talking. It was an hour and ten minutes of him talking, and maybe five minutes of me trying to say something. Wow. But no, no, he is not the type of person who cares to listen. <laughs> And so here we are where he says, and I misinterpret it, and I'm also not part of the group as well, where I, I think he had invited me like after the call or something like that, but I never got a notification mm -hmm. for that. And I'm talking to another young person. Um, her name is uh, Sister Nicole, and she's uh, like my sister's age, like 27, 28. And so – we're talking and she didn't realize that I hadn't been invited either. And so on Saturday, I not knowing, not knowing that it was not, it, it was that Saturday and not next Saturday. I had overslept. Uh, I was having trouble sleeping or whatever. Missed it. Mm -hmm. And I get a text from, my dear father Joe who basically said something to the extent of uh, you missed the meeting and you were called out uh, for not being there you were like the only one who wasn't there on that meeting of uh, I think there were maybe 20 people or something like that Okay. <laughs> and so here I am having woken up late not knowing the circumstances feeling the frustration I think that you articulated who the fuck does not use email to communicate important information. Who the fuck <laughs> runs their organization? You know, 
through a social media platform that honestly can be shut down at any goddamn time that yeah. i think that was the that was like putting all the dynamite in one room together because how mm-hmm. how crazy is that and i just want to hear what you have to say about how fucking insane i've never never once have i ever been part of an organization that refuses to use email and will only communicate important business information through facebook or a social media platform let me tell you this i think i think conveying inf- important information via facebook is acceptable under only one circumstance and that is when that information had already been or simultaneously relayed through another means that is the primary means for obtaining that information such as email um but i will tell you that any organization i don't care what you do right unless you are 12 years old or younger there is no reason to relay information on social media email it has to be email otherwise i cannot take you seriously here's the thing here's the fun interesting thing that i have discovered as well it's not just 12 year olds and under it's also 60 year olds and over not all of them but a good number who have absorbed themselves into social media and have become obsessed with facebook long after they graduated college like they were they they're late to the game more or less and so now that is their primary outlet well, <clears throat> i think too like i think think of it if you are in that range like facebook it it's something i imagine that's it's fun for you you know if you're 6 year old or like it's probably it's probably fun for you because yes it's been around now or it's been publicly accessible for probably at least 12 years you know oh more than that. yeah and so and so it's something that's new and refreshing i mean think if you're 60 years old think of how quickly everything has moved in your life in just the last 10 years right whereas for someone like us we were teenagers when this thing started happening. We're used to we're so, used to the fast paced progression of and, technology. And for yeah, we're already used to the fast paced progression. And maybe someone who's sixty, like they did email when it came out, and so now this just provides them something that's different for them. Right. Yeah. Well you know what I'm saying? But still you need to ground yourself in the professional professional world being that yes email is still the number one thing that anchors any communication amongst individuals and and you know why that is right like why for me it's so important you you, i'm sure you have a sense i would say well i check my email regularly i would like to think that there are a majority of people in any age group that would think the same thing unless maybe if you're older than 60 you know, everyone's on the same page and using social media. I don't know, but I use email because it's the one thing. It's, for example, like with English, like around the world, if you're doing business, like the common denominator denominator is English. That's just how it unfolded. Right. And I feel like with communication and with business, it's just email. That's the number one way you need to convey information unless you have an important phone call. But like social media Really? Right. And, really? and and so and so yes, I think you're totally right. So there's two things. 
One is, yes, it is a universal method of communication that can ensure that you get the important information to where it needs to go, regardless of whether or not you have a Facebook account. Because if you didn't have a Facebook account for the PCC, then you wouldn't get any updates. You'd never know what was going on. Everyone has an email, even if it's an SBC Global account or uh, <laughs> fucking uh, AOL.com. Uh, AOL.com. <laughs> everyone has yeah. an email account that they can access. And if you type in the email incorrectly by one letter, it'll kick back and it'll and tell you know. this is not a valid email. You, exactly. And so there's the the consistency and reliability. The second part to that is retention. I still have emails from when I sent up my account in 1998. I still wow. have emails on my Yahoo account from 22 years ago when I started it up. And any time that I need to go back, and this has been so valuable when it comes to trying to pull up information from years and years ago, it's all saved unless you delete it personally or manually or have the auto-delete feature or whatever, which I don't recommend. Um, save as many emails as you can. But you have the ability to retain that information. Even in the sent folder, you can still search it. And it's easily accessible. It's easily searchable. And you look at social media, which is a relatively new phenomenon in the past 10 years or whatever. I just think about my deleted Facebook, my original deleted Facebook account. I mean, I, I've lost right. all of those communications. I've lost all of those contacts and I can't get them back. And that's, and you add the fact to the instability of social media as it stands right now, who knows if they just choose to shut down one day, you suddenly lose everything. You lose all information. You lose all records of stuff that has happened if that's your primary method of communication, it's it is beyond upsetting. It's infuriating, and that really is what just lit that fire under me. I wonder what do you think they would say if you told them, "No, I refuse to receive any communication via Facebook." They would say, "Too bad." The the what the guy say, in charge what would, would you say, say to that. Bad. What would you say to that? It's not my place. I mean, it's not my place to, to do that. I mean, I'm I'm somebody who is willing to adapt, but luckily there is an opportunity for a reorientation and a, a re-election of a presiding bishop. Okay, got it. And for me, it's like, if this dude was basically the Pope for life and he would be there in perpetuity, then, yeah, I, I might have a problem with that. But the fact that there is the option for re-election... I think that there's um, a sense among many of us that this is wrong. It's not just bad; it's wrong. You, if you, if you want to do something, and part of the reason too that, and Nicole and I were talking about this, but it it's it feels like an okay boomer moment where it's those that fall in that boomer range are like obsessed with Facebook because that's what all the other mm -hmm. boomers are doing. And that's the way to like communicate and run an organization. And I'm just thinking to myself, like fucking okay, boomer. Really, really, <laughs> really. It, it, yeah. It's stupid. It makes no sense. It's impractical. 
it's unsafe, it's not logical, all these different things, but it allows them to share their feelings and emotions and put it out there. And I think part of the reason why the presiding bishop likes it so much is because it's basically his wet board of whatever he's feeling and doing. In addition to important announcements, he knows people have to read what he's thinking at the time. I see. I so got it's you. that okay. additional. How many people of the, of the 20 individuals about that this uh, communication takes place between of those 20 individuals, how many of them are are into the Facebook? How many are radically against it like yourself? And how many are just kind of like whatever or don't have an opinion about it? Boomers, I would say 90%, 95%. <laughs> Gen Xers, Gen Zers, um, it's split. They could go either way. They don't seem too in- invested. Uh, millennials and younger – we all are just like fuck that. That so like the two of you. Yes. Or are there yes, more? No. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the two of us. Wow, yeah. that is funny. I'm trying to think of a time where uh, we where I communicated via Facebook for stuff. I've done it before, like for some stuff with Second City, just people that I had class with. But that's informal, you know, and it was always if anyone's up to do something tonight, I'll be here. Does anyone want to go see this or do that? It was always very informal. It wasn't conveying important information. But it but I was just thinking today, actually, because I I can't remember why, but I've gone on Facebook a couple times today in the like the last couple days for some reason it was with a purpose i remember and oh it was to check on the stream of thought stuff like our web page like like that it was checking on that stuff and then i just happened to like look at my profile and kind of see what the newsfeed was about because a long time ago i deleted the facebook app off of my phone and then like several months went by and one day one day i just woke up and was like oh my goodness like i have not thought about facebook since the time that I deleted the app and I went on Facebook just to like, just to see what it was like to be back on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, I don't need this, whatever. And then I log on to check some of the stream of thought stuff. And you see the notifications and people's birthday and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm sitting there and realize, and I realize as somebody who was there when Facebook came out, right. When it was still only accessible to people, when it was only accessible to people with a college email address totally right yeah. i've for me and people i'm sure are same age like yeah facebook is in my opinion like it's past its prime it served its purpose true that you know, dude for, for people true for people that. our age like definitely i think it still serves a purpose for people that are in high school or older than us because it's very it's fun and it's new but for for people who knew what it was like before facebook when it happened and now that it's just everywhere like it just it doesn't serve a purpose for me anymore other than other than holding important information that information being photos photos it's seriously like a photo album compilation that's the only reason right i'm and i'm fairly certain i have already gone through all of my photos and put them into the iphoto on my computer because I'm sitting Same. there, and I'm just yeah. like, you know what? If I delete my Facebook right now, I would be okay with that. You know? I don't 
really need it. I still have it. I mean, every for a brief moment in time, you know, in college and shortly thereafter, I remember my buddy Chris would delete his Facebook sometimes and and uh he's like, "Yeah, I'm just tired of it." I'm like, "Bro, I see you're back on Facebook. What's up?" He's like, "Yeah, I was missing all the party invites, so I had to sign back onto Facebook." And then he'd sign off, and then several months would go by and he'd miss party invites, and he'd sign back on. But I don't know, for someone who graduated high school in 2006 and college 2010 and has a professional life it's been 10 years like for someone my age it served its purpose I have no use for it anymore but I just still have it just to have it right and and so even even though uh with I mean you'd mentioned yeah it could be useful for younger generations I don't think people who are in high school and going into college are using Facebook as their primary method of social media communication anymore I think that there's no, I agree with you, but I will say this. And I also, it's nice to still have because every once in a while I'll have, you know, a relative will post a photo or will post something. So it's nice just to see, like, what's up with them in that regard. But, I mean, it's very minimal as to as to what its um, uses are have for me now. But, uh, That's just my opinion. Right. I still think Mark Zuckerberg's a boss for inventing it and keeping up with all this crazy shit for sure. No disrespect to him or the team, but I just don't. It's just a platform that I just don't really use anymore. And the way that social media moves as fast as it does, I feel like, yeah, right now, it's so weird, though, because there is this, like, insistence on from the boomer generation that is saying this is so essential and in fact, we are going to orient our whole organization around it. And I think that was kind of the thing that just put me over the edge is, and, and Nicole and I were commiserating about the frustration that no email, no other form of communication. And here we are where I wasn't even a part of a group that apparently important messages, the only place important messages were being communicated. It's like, that is wrong. That is like that is both fundamentally yeah. and hello, spiritually wrong. Hello, anybody home up there? Think McFly. Think it's a boom, <laughs> yeah. it's a boomer thing though. Like it, it they have <laughs> they have reached that threshold where it's like they're they're maybe ten to fifteen years behind technological times. So give them another fifteen years and they'll understand TikTok. And it, it just feels as though mm. what. What is going on right now? I feel like I'm in this in purgatory almost when I'm having to as right. a as a well, younger just, person having to deal with people who fundamentally can't I understand. Was, I was just thinking about that how who knows maybe it, it, the lag time for them to catch on to stuff. You know, who I don't use TikTok. I was that was the exact app that I was thinking of. I do not use TikTok. I know what it is. I don't have any use to use it. I'm love Instagram, but who knows in like 10 years, Oh, TikTok's fun. And then everyone's like, what are you using TikTok for? That's was yesterday. This is the new app that everyone's using now. You know, I don't know. But was that, was everything, was that just one facet of everything that was happening yesterday? Or was that really the culmination of everything? Was that the one thing that really, it was more of a, it blew you up. It was more of an encapsulation, I think of, of the frustration. So anyway, I missed the meeting. I ended up getting scolded by my dear brother, Joe, and 
he uh, he was saying how disappointed he was and, and all that and how I'd gotten called out on the Zoom meeting. Are you fucking kidding me? An unsecured... By the way, it was an, un, an unsecured Zoom meeting as well, which... So anyone could just hop on? Anyone, yeah, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Dude, send me the next Zoom link so I can just hop Bro. on. I know. <laughs> Who's Victor? Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> I'm I'm Who's I'm Victor? Father Victor. <laughs> just say just yeah. say you're Father Marquez and they'll believe it and they'll uh they'll totally not even notice. So yeah. <laughs> but no, uh so yeah, I I missed the meeting um on the the Zoom meeting and so I was uh apparently during the meeting and this is part of the part of the the tangent of the frustration that I had with just the technology issues and uh, Oh God, I feel bad just for venting so much as, as I have, or the ranting ricks that I've gone, gone on. But, um, the other part was that he likes to be, um, the presiding bishop likes to be subversive in the way that he criticizes other people. So he likes to call mm-hmm. people out publicly while they're not there. And to try and humiliate them while they're not able to respond. (laughs) And so apparently that is what had happened during the call that I had been told about later. And for me, I mean, again, he's he's not going to get to this point. And I have literally zero respect for this individual. I think... My respect comes from the fact that he was able to bring together a group of broken people to coalesce around it. But he is the antithesis of what a leader should be. He is literally Mm -hmm. the exact opposite of every leadership quality that you want. It is the opposite of that. Um, And so, you know, it was it was nothing new. I didn't I I didn't take it personally, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, well, so looks like there is no growth. There is no possibility of <laughs> being able to elevate yourself above those moments. And more than that, because they claimed that this was a mandatory meeting, not a single yeah. person in those 20, who all had my number, not a single mm-hmm. one of them for such an important meeting chose to call me when I didn't log on. And it was just towards the end that the presiding <laughs> bishop went on this rant about how I wasn't there which is fine. I don't take it personally because I have no respect for him. <laughs> my 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 work in the denomination speaks for itself. I do what mm-hmm. I do. And yeah, I'm going to fuck up. And part of the thing too that I felt bad about is that I kind of let it out at Joe and uh and I'm going to uh apologize to him later because uh I did not mean to throw that Be so that, coarse with him to to throw all of that energy that i felt towards yeah. another individual towards him and it embarrassed him as well he's he's somebody he's technically my presiding bishop as well so my actions reflect on his leadership why ability. didn't he call you why didn't anybody call you that's what i asked yeah. there, <laughs> and, and 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 here's the crazy part too is that somebody who's in gamblers anonymous excuses are as common as blades of grass. A dime a dozen, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there were plenty of excuses as to why no one called me. And I heard all of them. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and so we come to this this central point where, yeah, I mean, just be true to yourself and understand what your capabilities are, where you fuck up, because honestly, I probably, on the phone or whatever, maybe I should have written it down. Maybe I should have done something better. But don't discount the fact that there are other circumstances that lead to those moments of miscommunication and frustration because I have done a lot of processing in the last 24 hours of trying to just... You know what I, you know what I bet happened? Because when you're in a group and something's supposed to happen and so someone is not there, the first response is, oh, should we call him? That's Isn't the that first response. In the same and way I that guarantee you send an email I, to like notify people? Come on! I I guarantee this is what happened. Somebody said, oh. should I call him or, or I, I'll call him. And then someone else, maybe the presiding bishop said, no, if he's not here, he's not here. That's his fault. So I guarantee someone suggested that they call you. And then the other person said, no, that's their fault for not being here. They're going to miss out on the information. You, you give, you, I guarantee you give it. the denomination too much credit. Really? Yes. Wow. They're not that organized. Okay. No. It's a fucking really. It's a fucking clusterfuck, man. Every everyone's kind of trying to make their own way right now. Most people are dual employed individuals, so they have multiple occupations, including clergy, and trying to be empathetic. So it's in their best interest to not contact you if you happen to not be there. It just doesn't, doesn't cross their mind. They're they're they're, 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 they're so they're so mind. focused on what they're dealing with in the moment that. Wouldn't, wouldn't even cross their mind. Uh, just that. like, whatever. But, but that is the thing, too. And, and this, was my, this was my underlying frustration as well. I don't know if it's the case with you, and I, I'm actually kind of curious to hear what your experience has been. But mentorship. People who you can look up to. People who you respect. People who are able to do a good job. Who you want to replicate that type of behavior. I have had dozens in my life and I could name them all dozens of people who have been phenomenal mentors in my life because they have been willing to help me learn and grow and help lift me up in the process of still being in that managerial position and this is the first time that I truly feel like it's a dog eat dog world type of situation where no one's in charge. Technically, I mean, technically, you have the presiding bishop who's like, worship me, worship me, and that's the most important part, and that's it. There's no guidance. There's no leadership. He doesn't listen to any of the police to priest podcasts as the presiding bishop saying that this great thing is happening in our denomination from Joe and myself. And he himself, because we can view analytics and see what states. Uh, there are, there are views from, he doesn't listen. And yet mm -hmm. here he is claiming credit for that type of behavior. So I don't know. I, I see, I, I, I feel so many, and, and I hope that like the stuff that I've shared kind of is a culmination of a lot of the frustrations that have just built up. And, and that's part of the reason why I want to do a little ranting Ricks that, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it, it, it's hard because I'm somebody who's with you and me dude like we've 
we've gone through some hard times. We've had some miscommunications. We fucked up both on both our ends, but we're able to communicate and we don't view one or another as like better than each other. Like right. we just do the best right. that we can and we move on from those mistakes and try to communicate ways to like improve that. And it's hard in a structure where the person at the top at the moment is immune to that and then will only cast stones down on glass houses. And it, it's just, it's, dude. I don't know. Bro, that's how my store manager is. That's exactly how that, per, that how she is. Just, yeah. I mean, similar. And the, when once you said, we'll cast stones down on the glass houses, yep. She will take something that is running well and fuck I mean I'll I can go into it another time I don't I won't go into it now but it's just like what like you are you like when you see people like that you just think what are you doing to this organization are do you have your head so far up your ass that you can't see that what you're doing is hindering is hindering the growth of this organization anytime something good happens you fuck it up. You find a way to fuck it right. up. <laughs> or, you know, demoralize everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, I got you for sure. Yeah, so it, it... But you know what, man? Who knows? I mean, everybody, everyone's on their own journey. It might take them a few more lifetimes to become the uh, the <laughs> ideal archbishop that one should be. You know? Who knows? Maybe I was some crazy bitter asshole 50 lifetimes ago everyone's on their own journey and just gotta take it step by step <laughs> okay so uh how do we want to wrap this up uh you want to you want to say anything uh final to like close this out i literally feel like i've talked for 70 percent of the episode no that more. was i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it no that 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 um i have some things on my mind but i'll use that for ammunition for next time write it but write it down so you very, remember i was I thought this was a very well-rounded episode. And you know what was nice is that your your rant, you know, usually sometimes things like this will only go 10 minutes or so before it dies out. But no, I loved every moment and every detail of the story. <laughs> this one, like, I can't wait for minutes. It, I can't wait for it to continue to unfold and hear the next chapter. And that is, uh, and that's, and, or what's going on. So... Yeah, Ed, you, you don't have anything else to add? Nope, I'm good, man. <laughs> I've gotten enough. I think we chest. wrapped everything up then in, uh, in under an hour here with that with that special ranting Ricks. <laughs> that ranting Rick special. But yeah, that concludes things, I think, on episode, what is this now, 122? Episode 122, so. 122, right. With that being said, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.